You don't get to be an operator all the time. That's going to be part of it, but you're also going to be a VP of uh, marketing, VP of HR, the chief operating officer. You know, like you're going to be all hats when you and your partner are going to share all responsibilities until you're up and running. Welcome to the Circuit Magazine, the number one source of information on protection matters, the industry-leading magazine for all security professionals who want to stay ahead of the game. Branding and networking for EP operators and businesses. Today, for the second time on the Circuit Magazine podcast, we're excited to welcome back Craig McKim, co-founder of Maverick Protection and the number one EP networker. I'm here with Elijah Shaw and today we're going to look at this fine balance because we've looked often at branding and boosting your own presence as an operator, but what about a business? Do the same rules apply? Elijah, what do you think about Craig's advice and passion in this area? It's hard to disagree with Craig because the results speak for itself. You take a look at the uh, the people in his network and the people he interacts with. Heck, you know, we've even had him on the show twice now. And that's right. Very few of our guests are, are, have been repeats of this part. So, you know, when you have people like that, you want them to come on board. And when they're happy to share their knowledge, uh, we're just happy to have a platform for them to do it at. That's a good point, isn't it? Because Craig really does want to share his knowledge. And I I, I think I, I shared this with everyone before, but uh, Craig and I bonded initially at the IPSB in 2016 uh, over his Gary V uh, trainers. Um, you know, why, why, why is that connected to EP? Well, he was a big fan of marketing yourself, of having a, a, a realistic way of adding value to a conversation. And we really uh, struck up a, a great dialogue. And we've been keeping it going, actually, um, over, over the years. Um, he, he very kindly, in the beginning of lockdown, I don't know if people remember, he did uh, some nice segments on personal branding as well you know, helping out the individual operator. And, and I think as an industry, we've really come quite far in two years. Um, uh, e- even the quote-unquote grey professional uh, has really opened up and, and thought about ways to demonstrate uh, how they can add value to the community online. Well, for my part, I'm happy to welcome Craig back. He's the perfect mix of enthusiasm and expertise Anytime I talk to the guy or listen to the guy have a conversation or read some of his writings, his personality always shines through. And I think that's the uh, perfect fit for someone who's immersed in uh, the networking space uh, in making connections, uh, but particularly in making connections with other protectors around the world. Well, let's hear from Craig. Let's understand how networking and branding go hand in hand. And let's actually pull apart the difference between personal branding and branding as a business. And now let's meet one of the contributors to the Circuit magazine. EP Networking and Business Development. It's a great pleasure to be back with the one and only Craig McKim, co-founder of the Maverick Protection Group. It's wonderful. You're the first 
returning podcast guest. And, and how are you? It's a great pleasure to see you. Well, I, I'm honored. Uh, to, first of all, that's uh, that's a, a that is a, it is a great honor to be a return guest, and uh, and I am I am well. I'm I'm great. I, you know, we were as we were touching base earlier. You know, businesses business as well and scaling and growing and and uh, personally, I'm you know I'm living the life, so I, I I don't have any complaints right you know right now. Ask me in 15 minutes, but uh, but right now everything's fantastic. All right. Well, I'll go easy with the questions. Don't worry. Um, but 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 I think we can really build on your first episode that we that we recorded. And actually, that was a very popular episode. People should definitely uh, check it out because we, we were looking at personal branding um, and, and, and the way in which the individual protector uh, has to be the gray person. Yet they need to get their face out there. They need to network and, you know, create that uh, opportunity network. But now, what if we talk in the wider sense about networking for business, for business branding, and for your personal career as well? What is the big problem you think people need to solve? What are they not doing that you feel that they should generally be doing? The first thing that comes to mind is kind of picking where you want to be. And I, I don't remember exactly if I, if I talked about this in like in personal branding, but when you're networking, you know, people, you know, other, well, I should say experts on, on it, you know, uh, in, in, in marketing or advertising and things like that, talk about, you know, uh, picking, you know, wh where, who do you want to serve? Um, where do you, where do you, where do you want to serve? Like wh with whom, you know, do you want to do business? And what a lot of people want to do and and i have fallen into this before but i'm slowly kind of pulling myself away from it is you know we offer a service uh at, at maverick protection um that you know, we can sit there and say yeah it's for everybody uh, or, or you know everybody can use what we have and which i you know to a point i think there's there's probably some some truth to that but we're not going to get everyone so where do we want to be who do we want to spend our time with who do we want to work around what's you know do we want to niche out and just, is it just EP and we're just going to push EP and we're not going to take anything else, which I don't think that's possible as a startup. I think you really take, and let me take a kind of a sidestep here in the startup world. If somebody's willing to pay you to do the work that you want to do, and in this case, let's just call it security. Um, I think you say yes, you know, outside of absolutely not being able to make it work financially, like, can you pay, can you pay your people to work or can, Am I going to get paid, you know, what I either I'm worth or am I just, do I just need the income? And it, do, it doesn't have to, there's not a, there's not a threshold that I'll, that I'll stop myself to. Um, I think part of what, you know, the first thing people need to do is kind of decide who they want to serve, where they want to, you know, where they want to be, the type of business they want to do and really focus on that. But then also, you know, so that, that's the, that's the North star, right? The, that's the five-year goal or what, you know, whatever the two-year goal, whatever it is. But between now and then, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a business. I'm a startup. I, you know, cash is the lifeblood. So, you know, what is it? You know, what is it that I'm willing to do? And and I and I need to like I know what I want to do, but what am I willing to do to get to that point? And so that's you know that's something that I think that, that needs to be focused on and also needs to be executed against. That's really a great point, isn't it? Because you can say I'm a celebrity bodyguard firm. You don't have any celebrities to protect. You can sit on your hands the whole time. Or 
you mm-hmm. can work with yeah. executives, work, work with corporations and tell them that, you know what, do you know any celebrities, right? But at least you have proof of work. So yeah. I, I know this isn't really the quick for fire uh, format that we, we did last time, but I want to kind of mm-hmm. follow the same line of thinking. What about you? You, you? You're more developed in your own career now, but where does mm-hmm. your passion for networking and branding still really come from? Well, it's just the reminder to myself almost every day that any any level of success that I've had has come from networking. Um, and, and the branding part of it just kind of happened because I because I did become passionate. I mean, Tom Billy, guy who invented uh, he has a show called um, Impact Theory on, on YouTube. He's also the, one of the founders of Quest Nutrition. Um, he talks about that. He's like you know, you start doing work and you develop a passion for whatever it is that you're, whatever it is that you're doing. You get into it. I mean, how many of us fell into, into the security world by being a bouncer to start off with, you know, and my 175, 10 frame doesn't necessarily scream bouncer to people, but that's what I did. And that's how, that's where it started. Uh, And, and, you know, as I, as I kind of graduated through doing different work and, and what, and being willing to do all the other stuff, to become a, you know, executive protection professional or whatever the, whatever the term is, it might, my, my real passion for like, I, I, I love the work and, and it's great, but it's the type of people that, that it puts me in touch with. And that's, and that's really what it is. I mean, service minded, uh, a lot of times military, a lot of times law enforcement, there's a duty, there is a, a camaraderie that comes with it. You get to meet some really interesting people because of what they've gone out and done. And, and, you know, I've been told, I've been told, I don't know how much I buy it, but I've been told that I'm interesting and I don't, you I, are. You know, that could come in, that could come and go, but, but the people that I, that, that I get to meet, I think that's something too, is like finding what other people have done, what other people will talk about, what other people's ideas are. If you can find those as interesting, um, you know, that's, that's probably another thing that you should be doing because, you know, they talk about falling in love not with not with uh, not with your work or what you want to do, but falling in love with your clients. In this case, for me, it was just the people that I get to be around, the people that I get to work, I get to work with every day. That's what like, that really is what brings keeps bringing me back to you know to the to the job and to the industry. So that very much jumps on to what would be if I was doing the standard format that people seem to know on this uh, podcast. Uh, what, are the, what what should the uninitiated know? Well, let's face it, no one's completely uninitiated, but I think the concept of people thinking they know about networking, but actually not, they just literally go hello and hand out a business card without any conversation. You've, you've already mentioned getting to appreciate the other person and their, and their career and how interesting they are because, well, that's great for your own day-to-day sanity. You've just met some interesting people and it's great for your business opportunity. What about the people who not are uninitiated, but, that they're, they're thinking, oh well, networking—it's—it's it's hard. It's—it's it's not for me, or or they're a little bit worried. Every person that I've—it was funny. I was just having a conversation. Uh, I was just having a conversation with a leader in the industry today. Um, couple, you know, worked has worked and worked for a, uh, a couple very large, uh, very large uh, company businesses. And that was one of the things he, he had mentioned. He goes, you know what, Craig, you know, for the last 20 years, he's been engrossed and he's grown and he's, you know, director level. And, and he's just like, you know, the thing I haven't done that's where I've really been weak is my networking. Now, 
from his perspective of what he was talking about is what we're talking about. You know, you go out and meet people and things like that. But his his ability to network has been um, how many people he's touched as a trainer, thousands of people are coming through the industry. And so, you know, he wasn't uninitiated, but um, but from the perspective he was looking at, I had like I wanted to have him reframe it and tweak it and say, no, you like part of my presentation, my you know, my seminar on networking comes directly from him. We talk about smiling. I talk about smiling a lot. I beat my, our guys over the head at Maverick Protection Group to, to like, you know, on your bio, smile. On your state card, smile. People are getting a sheet of paper about you in, in, and it's, it's, it's a bio. It's, it's you know, some, uh, some work that you've done or roles that you've held, some certifications, some licensing and a picture. That's all they get. And so if you're, if you're, that guy, as opposed to this guy, who do you, you know, who do you think, you know, who do you think has a better impression on whomever is looking at that piece of paper? So anyway, I could go on and on about that, but that's what, but from his perspective, I haven't done enough networking, but then he goes, he says to me, Craig, that is so huge in that Chuck Randolph and, uh, and my, um, uh, my, in my presentation for uh, EP access, that was something that Chuck said to me, he goes, Craig, this is one of the um, you know, that's one of the most important, it could be the most important tool that you have in your toolkit, um, in, in the industry. Yeah. It's great to be, get to the range, get to the, you know, get to the dojo, get to the, you know, go driving all that stuff. It's like, that's important. But once you have those skills, how do you get in front of somebody? Because there's tons of people applying for jobs every day at all the openings that are coming up. I know stateside, there's always something there's, you know, all the, all the companies are, everybody's hiring right now. And it seems to be anyway. And, but you know, how does, how do you get in? Well, I mean, you could, you, how do you, how do you stand out? Which, you know, we talked about personal branding and things like that and, and how much social media do you want to do versus quiet professional versus operational security and all that stuff. But it doesn't have to be just that it, you know, it's, it's sending out an email. Let's catch them. And that's how I got, that's how I got in touch. I went looking for him on, on LinkedIn and I found that he wasn't there anymore. And I was like, holy cow, it blew my mind. Send him an email. Hey man, what's going on? Let's catch up. And I don't know the last time we were on the phone, but we, you know, we kind of follow each other from afar and we had an hour long conversation today. So it was, you know, that, but so that's, you know, that's, that's the uninitiated is like, yeah, it's, 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 it's work and things like that, but it doesn't have to be in the sense that you think it is. It could be simply you're a trainer, yeah. you're uh, you know, you're in leadership, you know, whatever, or having a voice typing something up on LinkedIn, the, that's networking. It doesn't always have to be, you know, glad handing and, and smile, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, grin and grip. It can just be, you know, it can be your contribution to the industry. And I love that you, you, you mentioned smiling. I don't know if you know, but a couple episodes ago, we had Jermaine Flight hashtag bodyguard with a smile. That's, 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 th that's his calling card. Right. And I don't see that's awesome. It could be everybody's calling card though. Cause you know, in a, in a, in an ostensibly service industry, or maybe not covert operations in that respect, but we you know, well, fair enough. you know, it, it, everybody could, could smile and, and, and get over. So I know maybe last time, and, and it's good to refresh everyone's memories a little bit. We, we talked about effective networking and ineffective networking and, well, you know, one of the examples I, I made just, uh, you know, earlier is, oh, hi, Craig, never met you before, have a business card, right? <laughs> right I, yeah. I get it. If you are super, super shy, then okay. 
you know, maybe, maybe another form of networking is for you. But generally speaking, adding value before you're asking, seek to understand before being understood, Mr. Stephen Covey, um, jab, 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 right hook, Mr. Gary V, you know, um, yeah. there's lots of things that we can think of. How does that translate in a business context? Because how, how does a business tout for you know networking and add add value before trying to be understood how how does that translate i think it's i think with uh with that with you know from a business standpoint is understanding uh and i don't and i think it just comes down to, to just conversation and understanding what are you know what are the pain points that the that these people that these business other businesses face whether it's a whether it's a contract company that you're working through, or direct you know like a direct bill like you're going you know I'm walking right in, I'm walking right into this company to to you know to to, to push my services to sell my services, and I, I think you know when it's a, when it's transactional because the thing is like you're like you're going to be working for a business but you're selling it to a, to a person, it's it's person to person, and I think sometimes we forget that I know I do it's a constant reminder. I am, you know, as much as I don't want to admit this because my partner might hear it, I'm no expert, right? But I, I, I do know that it's a, it's person to person, and we're building, right? And and we're figuring it out as we go. And and thank, you know, thankful for me at at Maverick, my partner Dave Schlechty, he he's a seasoned and 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 successful business person um, before this. So you know, I'm I'm learning a ton from him. But it but it comes down to that. I mean, like we're all, you know, we're all people. But it's <laughs> no, no, <laughs> wow, no, that's, but, that's that's good. But it's like that's what that's what we are. You might be talking to a VP, you might be talking to a director, you might be talking to the CEO, but that's a person on the other end of that line. And how are you know? And are you able to connect with that? I was just I just saw a video, um, finish, uh, uh, featuring uh, Vanessa Van Edwards. She wrote a book called Captivate. It's all about human interaction and and, uh, and uh, micro expressions and body language and stuff like that. And she says. Uh, the two things is working a fine line and balancing it to perfection is uh, is competence and warmth. And I literally just like right before right before we got on here, I saw that post and I watched you like being interviewed by Lewis Howes. And uh, and that was something that she talked about is like some people come in and they're all competence. Here's what we're going to do, you know, in here. And then some come in as so wildly likable, but they just kind of lose credibility because they're not quite sure. What they're and, and not that they're not sure what they're talking about, but it's just not something that they focus on. So you know, with that, and to kind of go back to the uninitiated or it, networking is not for me because I'm shy or because I'm whatever is uh, preparation. And you know, what who who do I want to talk to and how do I want to talk to them? And having a, a little bit of a script, having some loaded questions, and and you know, a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a, of a story to tell yourself in preparation, not just winging it. Uh, it goes a long way because then there, like, there's a whole different confidence that you walk into a room full of strangers with. Now it's like, I, yeah, I don't know anybody in here, but I know what I'm about and I know what I'm going to say and I know what I had to talk about. But then also there's the, the warmth of just letting somebody talk and then going off the cuff a little bit and letting them see you stammer through. Like when you got started on this interview, I'm like, I started just like now, started to stammer a little bit because I wasn't quite sure where I was going, but then you kind of get into the flow and, and now your brain's working that way. And, and now you're, you know, now you're, you're loaded for bear. 
well no I, I i didn't i didn't i didn't notice and 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 maybe that's that's another lesson you might think that people are noticing x y and z and they're not they're not they're, yeah they're they're too busy to worry about themselves yeah what am i doing wrong what you know how am i coming across it's it's we're very uh, uh, self-aware when it comes to that kind of stuff. Mm. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to. A number of us are anyway, and I'm and I'm one of them. And, and but I have to. But I do remind myself that again, these are all people, yeah. and they're all worried. You know, they worried or concerned or thoughtful about. You know, how is it that I'm coming across? Because I'll stand there, and I've talked about this before. Like you stand kind of with your arms closed. You're like this. I'm not saying anything, because it's like that's just a comfortable way to stand for me. But what am I saying yeah, yeah. to the other person? Folded. I'm trying to, yeah, trying to keep, trying to keep away. Like, and I'll, and I'll say to somebody, listen, I'm going to fold my arms because it's comfortable for me, but I'm not trying to shut you out, you know, and I'll just, I'll just have that conversation yeah. and then I'll stand there comfortably and I'm still taking in everything they want to say. And I want to connect with them. And, and uh, so, yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. Cause um, if, if, if yeah. you, if you're not some sort of um, James Bond esque, super malleable, whatever, you know, it's really difficult right. with some of those books. They go, put yourself in, in this position to have power over this, but then move your arm in that way. And it's like, uh, come on, like so many rules, so many, so many rules. And, and also like um, the, the lie detector people with the books going, OK, if if the eye goes down, they're feeling something. If the eye goes up, they're imagining. I mean, it might be true, but I don't have time to become some sort of super sleuth so sure. right so so just being personable just being open i think is 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 really really key and you know there, there's there, there's something to be said for persuasion i don't know this isn't my term there's a book robert caldini um persuasion which is by the time they've gotten around to talking to you <laughs> there, there's already something that you you've been able to show to them like um, you, you're running some some excellent networking events. For example, we've got uh, the EP uh, forum coming up, uh, networking event coming up on the 16th of April in Grapevine, uh, Texas, mm -hmm. and already people know what it's gonna be about, and they've been persuaded, and they've seen you've done something previously in Columbus, Ohio. So like, okay, mm -hmm. and 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 they're conditioned to actually receive that information how, i mean maybe maybe persuasion is is a very marketing-esque term but but how does that apply in in the world of ep uh, how do you see people persuading one another that they're okay to do business with oh boy um i you know i think it's it's though the market's growing and though the, the the industry is growing specifically to ep and i'm sure in other and other parts of it uh, parts of the security industry as a whole, um, I, I feel like, or I believe that it's very much a, a kind of a, a, a word, it's a word of mouth thing. This, I mean, because it's so, it's so out there now. I, I know you can really do some, I think you can do more damage on social media than you can do positively. Because once you start to, to, to throw in your, you know, in the States here anyway, your political affiliations, um, your, uh, you know, your, your, your beliefs about whatever, right. I mean, and, and you can really, you can really do some damage. Cause again, like, just like a bio, somebody's getting that snapshot, that 60 seconds of something that you said that now lives forever. Um, you know, and so they don't really know, they know that they've seen you like, 
Um, Grant Cardone. Now, Grant Cardone is obviously I, this is out of the EP world, but Grant Cardone is a, is a uh, billionaire that that, that sells uh, that's in uh, commercial, uh, not commercial, but uh, uh, real estate, uh, multifamily apartments. Yeah. Uh, he you know he buys and sells and invests. He's an investor and probably a developer, if I had to guess. When I first saw him, I was like, all this dude just talks about money. Like, that's great. Like, that's your thing. Like, okay, but. He did, it was, that's all it was. It was clip after clip after clip of money. Get your money right. Gotta have money. Gotta have money. Which to a point now, having learned more about him and actually listening to a full interview that he did with Ed Milet, I see why he talks about it all the time. And he talks about leaving a legacy for his kids, being the being a, a big donor at his church, being able to donate to the to the uh, the, the the causes that he sees that he values to be able to like to do all this good potentially for other people. I'm like, Oh, that makes a lot more sense because he just seemed like a jackass before, but you know, but in this coming from a guy who's not a billionaire, right. Just like, uh, you know, just, he just, he really run me the wrong way. Now I'm like, now I'm a big fan. I, I like, I, you know, I, 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 I believe his and, you know, in, in Cardone university that he has. And, and I'm thinking about going through one of those courses myself. But it was just understanding him as a whole. But the thing is, that's what I'm willing to do and, and kind of look into it further instead of taking it at face value. Why, why is he like that? Like, what, what is it? But somebody pops up on social media and Facebook and says whatever they say, and that's all they put, that's all they post. And it's always negative and it's always, always bagging on somebody. And it's, you know, this guy's wrong or I'm right. Um, you know, in, in an industry filled with alphas and, and, and type A's, like, there's a lot of that, yeah, and that's and that's fine. But there, but also the, the, there's the people that aren't like that that are also successful that also have something to say that are willing to sit and and listen to what you have to say. I mean, just you know, you take somebody like you know, and, and now this is not me pegging anybody for their personality or anything like that. But Elijah Shaw is a pretty successful guy. Most people in the industry would know who he is. When you're talking to that guy, it's like he he nobody else is in the room. It's like he's focused on what you're saying. He's listening to your ideas, what you what you want to tell him. And then he replies to that. Same thing, having a conversation with Christian West, another guy who's pretty successful in the industry. He'll ask you, what do you think? What's your opinion about this? I was thinking this. What about you? They're inquisitive and they want to, you know, they want to know. So, but that's so that's just I'm, that is interesting. Yeah, and and, and uh, I, I, I am very fortunate that I get to talk with Elijah on these podcasts so many times. Mm -hmm. I am am impressed by his line of questioning. I am impressed by his curiosity. But Mm -hmm. I do wonder, though, if that approach is really nurtured when you have your own business and you start to see people as people. And I wonder if if you're in a very big corporation, you, you have a, a different mindset where you're looking at hierarchies and you're looking at how your internal structure works. But the moment you extract yourself and you set up as an EP operator, I believe then you have to learn from these industry leaders as to how they've shifted their mind um, because they continue to ask questions because actually that's a very valuable thing. You never know what you're going to get. It could be a really good nugget. 
yet if i am a vp of excellent directorship right then then i need to imbue everybody with a sense that i am amazing and you are beneath me um yeah. I, I know i'm exaggerating there but but do you think there's something to that maybe <laughs> some 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 skills that 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 someone starting out as a solo operator thinking you know what i'm going to have my own firm they really need a different mindset if they have been in a corporation before um or maybe they need to go see carlos francisco the corporate security translator uh, about he's awesome love carlos yeah, yeah about moving out of you know the the, the public sector mindset there mm-hmm. must be something to it. I, I don't know if there is a canonical truth to it, but but I, I was just listening to what you said. Yeah, you know, making this, making a switch, you're just talking about switch, you know, I, from employee to employer or at least business owner, even if you're working on your own, there has to be a mind switch. And the, what I think people tend to do or, or you know, often, uh, or the people that, that make the most of it are, are able to make that switch rather quickly. Um, but I think people like that. I love what I do. I love doing the work. So it makes sense that I can go out and make more money if I'm the, if I'm the one, it's my, if it's my business, um, which there's, there's some truth to that. But also, if you're going to scale, then you, like you said, you have to remove yourself at some point, if even just to be able to take a look and, you know, at it objectively and say, you know, how would I handle this? Or how would I, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm looking at this organization, you know, what's, what's wrong, what's right. Um, you know, and how do I, you know, who do I bring on or how do I, uh, uh, account for my, for my, uh, deficiencies? You know, what is it that, that, you know, I need, I'm really strong at this, but, and so, and maybe that's one of the things is like, am I able to start a business on my own? Do I have all the tools to do it? Probably yes, but to what degree? I'm really good here, but I'm, I'm I, I need to be I need to be up here with this, but I'm down here. But can I find somebody who's kind of my my opposite with that that I'm willing that I'm able to work with and have that have a broader like you and you put it like, you know uh, great earlier it's just like a broader mindset of of the work itself and I, not falling in love with necessarily what you do, but the people that you serve because that's what it's going to come down to. You the you have to take action. And what, one of the things that you can do as far as branding is like, can you be somebody who always takes action? Can you be somebody who always answers the phone? Can you be somebody who has the proper licensing? Mm-hmm. Can you be, can you hire the, the, the right people, the people that have the training that you need them to have in order to do the job that you want to do? And, you know, a lot of the guys that we employ, they can do EP. They can, you know, they can do that, that uh, the uh, high net worth individuals or the families or the celebrities, they can do that. Right now, you know, Ohio is not a hotbed for that. So what are they, what else can they do? You take a lot of the same skills and move them over, but we're hiring the, yeah, we do hire the right people, Um, but, but we're not always employing them in the way that, that, you know, that they could be utilized as far as the EP world goes, but we're also keeping them employed by, you know, by giving them, you know, by giving them, but by assigning them other work, because I mean, they've given it to themselves. They've answered their, it's, it's the same thing with being a good employee. They've answered their phone. They've gotten their credentialing. They continue to train. They go to the, the, the range. You know, they, they listen to me when I tell them, hey, will you please smile? Like they do all these right things. And so, so they continue to get the work. Now it's not always the, the high speed, low drag stuff. It's enter control point at a, you know, at a, at a location. 
it's um it might be covert you know where they're they're just sitting they're sitting in a room you know or in a, in a, a venue just listening or just watching you know there's no protection going on there there's no cameras there's no paparazzi there's no private jets but there's still but also and so individually and as a business what are you willing to do to to get the success that you want you know as a business are you willing to pay yourself last right you know because you got to take care of, you got to take care of your people to make you know to keep them employed keep money coming into them so that they will continue to help you grow so we help them they help us and 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 you, you stack on top of that i love this and it's clear that at least i'm on the right track when i notice that some of the things you're saying i know some of the things you've been reading right i i, I get a flavor that we are in the same boat we are both curious and that's why i love talking uh, to you and and I, I really right from the 2016 ipsb when we kind of bonded over the fact that you were wearing gary v trainers you know <laughs> gary v shoes, gary v shoes yep. you know it's it, it, it's fun um but i tell you what what about helpful resources now you mentioned a few uh, coaches and hey i can't i can't vouch for one coach over another coach but there are some people who have written books um that, that there's one very helpful book about selling to large corporations i don't want to necessarily promote it but you mm -hmm. people will find it the the blue ocean strategy there's all sorts of business books but where should the let, let's let's divide it the solo operator and the not so solo business owner in EP. What where should they go for resources? I'll give you a Gary, I'll give you a Gary B line. I want you to write this down. G O O G L E. <laughs> so you know, obviously I say that kind of uh, kind of in fun, but yeah, but there's there's a ton of, it's like what do you what do you want to know, right? From my perspective, what do, what do I need to what do I need to work on? Uh, it could be getting in the door to to someplace. So um, you know, uh, there's a sales book. You know, uh, Grant Cardone has it has a university on it. There's a guy who I don't know anything about, but he seems to know what he's talking about. Named Daniel Pink. He's in he's into sales. Um, you know, and like it or not, I'm, folks, I'm here to tell you, like it or not, I'm not a sales guy. If you're an entrepreneur you're a sales guy. If you want to start your own business, you're a sales guy. That's how it works. Or you partner with one because one is, is going to have to do it. You don't get to be an operator all the time. Like you, that's going to be part of it, but you're also going to be uh, VP of uh, marketing, VP of HR, VP of, uh, or, or you know, heck, chief, the chief operating officer. You know, like you're going to be all hats when you and your partner are going to share all responsibilities until you're up and running. Um, on the detail that we're on right now, uh, you know, we had a guy step up to who kind of took literally kind of took it from us, the scheduling. And we and we're bringing people in from from out of town, I mean, within the state, but from out of town and organized the, the hotel rooms for us. Like, holy cow, that was wildly helpful. So, you know, so we you know, we got liking somebody that wanted to, to do that and wanted to help out. But as far as all the decisions goes, like, you know, I, I'm you know, I'm the marketing guy, and the networking guy, days operations. He's also CEO, but I'm president. You know, it's, it's like you're doing all these things. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to build a business, if you're going to like, you're going to have to sell. So, you know, if you're an operator, if you've been an operator, if you've been a worker, and you now you want to do this, wh where do you need help? 
Well, you probably need help networking. So anything by Ivan Meisner will do. You know, the, he's the founder of BN, uh, BNI or Business Networking International. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's like the guy, right? That he's been a big inspiration to me. So networking there. Uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Robert Cialdini uh, wrote a book called Influence. I know we're not promoting things here, but but that's a that's a great book to 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 talk about, right? Gary V. Uh, the Ask Gary V. A lot of it's taking action. People want to pontificate and debate and think about maybe should I do this? I don't want to spend too much time going this route and find out this is the wrong direction. But just start taking action, and. That's that first step will show you probably where your next step is going to be. And then you might have to ask for advice. Who have you networked with? Who, who else has done it before you? Tony Robbins talks about that all the time. He's like modeling. Who is where you want to be? Find out what they did and do the same thing. So it's going to take some research. Google that shit, right? It's go, you know, go and find what you need. But you have to have a real honest conversation with yourself. What is it that you aren't good at? What is it that you are good at? Because it's not just about beating yourself up. It's I'm really good at this. Okay, great. Keep doing that. Where do you where do you need work? You know, I just I know I, I got to frustrate Dave and like okay, Dave, why are we doing that? As far as business, like oh okay, okay yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I I understand now. And you know, then he calls me up. Hey, do we know anybody in uh, in New Mexico? Yeah. And so my strength to the company is my network and who do I know. And where do I know them from? And how well do I know them? And have I been in touch with them recently? And are they going to take my calls? So part of my part of my contribution is having a broad network and staying in touch. Which these last six months, if we stood this, you know, we, as we're standing this company up, it's tough. But you know, I still try to do it because again, that's where part of my value comes from. And then the other half of it is being able to have an open conversation with my partner about difficult things, hiring, firing. Uh, you know, payment structure, what details to take, what ones not to take what, and why. And, you know, and, and we have, you know, we have to get on each other sometimes, but, but that's also an, another thing. Can you find somebody who is in that same mindset with you? Like maybe he doesn't listen to Gary V, but he's also been a guy who's owned a number of businesses and done well. And so now we, so I, I, I'll defer to him, you know, because he does have that. And it's, you know, it, it's, mm. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fine, I'm going to say it's a fine line, but if you're willing to be open-minded to it, you have a growth mindset, it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. So on that note, what are we going to do on the 16th of April in Grapevine, Texas? So from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time in Texas, we are doing a networking event at Boomer Jacks in Grapevine, Texas. It's kind of a sport bar. Uh, it's, it's a great location kind of north central you got Dallas. i mean if you're doing it this way you know whatever it's in between dallas and fort worth which are you know everybody talks about dfw uh kind of but in the north part of that so it's kind of right in between um i'm going to tell you right now and this is a number that i don't believe for a, an event that doesn't have anything else going on around it, right there's no you know like the event we did in orlando when uh, gsx was there or anything happening with the cpc or anything like that we have over a hundred. We have over a hundred people registered for this networking event in Dallas or in Grapevine. So that's a monster number, and I'm like, I still have like every time I get a big number jump, I'm like, hey, here we go, hey, here we go, hey, here we go. So um, yeah, it's 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 been it's been uh, it's great, it's exciting. It's, we've been pushing it out, 
Christian's been pushing it out. Our sponsors have been pushing it out. Um, you know, and that's LaSorza and Associates. So, so Joe uh, Tempest, they're a part of it. Um, Pinnacle with Greg Lazaroff, who's, who's out of Texas. RMS, um, myself, I know I'm forgetting somebody. EP Access, Maverick Protection Group. And uh, there's there's one more and I, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking and I'm sorry, I should have had this written down. But uh, but it's all but it's all uh, great and, and I'll, I'll tag them on there. But um, yeah, but we but really um, really excited about it. It's going to be a great time. Craig, it's been a pleasure having you on for the second time. I really hope people listen to the first one and connect this as some sort of uh, you know wonderful tome. Uh, we, we'll create the anthology soon. Uh, but but it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you very much. It's always my pleasure. Love being here. Love talking about networking. Can do it all day. Thanks for, uh, for having me twice. The one and only Mr. Networking and EP himself, Craig McKim. What a pleasure to have him on it again. I'm back with Elijah Shaw and you know what, networking, selling yourself, selling your business, it, I feel it's become much more mainstream, dare I say, in the industry over the last two years. People have realized that selling yourself is not a bad thing at all. I know there are cultural differences and different geographic uh, you know, considerations, but it was great to have him on again. And I, I love his initiatives that he's constantly doing. And of course, these events that he's putting on, which is, which is always exciting. Uh, what did you think of today's session? Well, for my part, I'm happy to welcome Craig back. He's the perfect mix of enthusiasm and expertise. Anytime I talk to the guy or listen to the guy have a conversation or read some of his writings, his personality always shines through. And I think that's the uh, perfect fit for someone who's immersed in uh, the networking space uh, in making connections, uh, but particularly in making connections with other protectors around the world. And it was great. He, he even mentioned you, Elijah, as, as someone that has remained hungry, remained inquisitive. And, and I think that that is a great lesson, too. A great takeaway is that we can all benefit from continuing to ask better questions. How can we add value? How can we help? And, and I think, yeah, there will still be some people who are so uncomfortable with networking that they still just meet someone, say hello, hand a business card and walk away. And there's not a why or wherefore, there's not a connection, uh, not a persuasion as we sort of alluded to. Um, so what's next uh, for us then? Are we, are we building this into the wider Circuit Magazine framework? What new topics, what we got coming out soon? What's next for us is we're currently working on the latest issue of the Circuit Magazine. Hopefully everybody has subscribed to the magazine. Uh, you guys can check that out. Let us know what you think. In addition, we have the BBA Connect app and the NABA Protector app. And one of the cool things that we're doing now in the NABA Protector app is we used to host a weekly clubhouse call, and we call that EPHQ. It was, in fact, the first uh, executive protection-themed club on Clubhouse, and that was sponsored by uh, the North American Bodyguard Association. Well, we recently just moved that uh, into the NABA app because with the app, we've got some increased functionality. So now we have that same call, uh, but now 
as opposed to just audio, which is what we had on Clubhouse, we now have audio and video. So we do our same weekly call on themes that are related to the executive protection professional, and I'd invite everybody to come by and check it out. Uh, it's free right now, so you can give it a whirl. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. We'd love to have you. And that's certainly an augmented experience. There's a, there's a lot of functionality on the apps, and I think I think that will really help the community get together and and make everyone feel involved. Um, not that Clubhouse was bad. Clubhouse is still good. Um, but but I love the features on the apps. And there you go. It's actually networking in progress when you're on that app. And that's our very, very important topic of today. No matter if you think you are a shy uh, but great professional or if you're a very open and, uh, you know, outgoing professional networking and business development is for you but perhaps that little nuance between personal branding and business development and uh, you know business branding and business development I think that's a key consideration uh, areas we could have explored more which I which I thought could have been very handy is more pitfalls where social media can get you into trouble um, the challenges around taking a stance on something obviously everyone uh, seems to have their own foreign policy and, and and stance these days quite rightly so in most cases but I feel it could be explored uh, further so from Elijah and myself, this has been a fantastic edition of the Second Magazine podcast. And for the second time, it has been a great pleasure to welcome back Mr. Craig McKim. You have been listening to the Circuit Magazine podcast. Be sure to subscribe and be sure to not miss an episode.